Welcome to Reality Hunt Club. In this episode, we're going to go over our spraying results. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be joined by Chuck Campbell over Skype. We're actually going to watch some of the video that he shot and discuss the results and some of the mistakes we made. Now, Chuck's responsible for all things planting, anything tractoring on the hunting club, he's responsible for. He does a great job. Now, we sprayed these fields back in June 16th and 17th, and um, we're going to go over this first spraying. And um, so, let's bring Chuck in and begin this video. Thanks, Chuck, for joining me today on this video. Now, let's watch the video. In this video here, um, we're looking at the end of 10 days after our first spraying. And you can see that the field has some uh, spotty results. Um, certain things in the field died, certain things didn't. And uh, so we're going to take a look at uh, some of the results uh, close up. Uh, we got a little deer tracks coming in, getting them a little bit of soybeans. Um, hasn't rained much since our spraying, so you still see some tractor tracks. But here are some weeds uh, that the Roundup just didn't have any effect on. And here is uh, what I call carpet grass, and it's completely dead. And uh, so we had different results. Now, uh, over here to the right on the edge of this field, you'll see what would have happened if we had not sprayed. So the results of the field being spotty is one thing, but uh, if we hadn't sprayed, we would have lost this field completely. And here I'm going to give you a view of you know where we herded and didn't spray along that edge and in that corner and then the field that we did spray. Uh, now move the camera around. I'm going to show uh, we've got some grass in here that is still green and some grass in here that's kind of turned a little bit brown. A couple of different type of grasses. And then here is some nut grass. That, at least that's what I call it. And the nut grass seems to be nearly unaffected by the Roundup. And it has got some brown edges and a little bit of discoloration, but not enough to kill the plant. And what I, what I think has happened is, is it may have stunted the growth, but did not kill the plant. And so I'm going to zoom in on some of the parts of the field where the nutgrass is thickest. And you can see there's a spot out there of yellowing, and that's a mixture of grasses. And the darker green areas are the nutgrass. So I'm going to walk over here, and we're going to look at a different plant. This is a weed that the Roundup did not kill. And as we zoom in here, what I'm zooming in on is actually this is a preferred plant by the deer. And the deer are actually eating this just like they would the soybeans. So we've got actually some good weeds embedded in there that the Roundup didn't kill. Uh, but it's still a plant that's going to try and compete with the soybean for moisture and nutrition. Um, now I'm walking around. There's a different uh, grass right there. It's not a nut grass, but it's a tall 
um, type of a grass that the Roundup did not affect. And just trying to find different plants. Here's a field on the big power line in front of the stand number 20. And you, again, you can see the before and after what it looked like. And the spray had uh, our best results on this field in terms of killing back what natural vegetation were there. And uh, as I zoom in here, I'm zooming in on a spot in the field that I missed with the spray. Wow. Uh, I either got off a row or two of the rows are far enough apart that the spray didn't affect it. Here's some uh, more carpet grass. Uh, it was bad year. right there. Remember? Yeah, it seemed to be most of this field was carpet grass and not so much weeds. I'm showing a few weeds here, but most of this field was was carpet grass and some bahia. All right. And so along this edge on this right-hand side just outside the field is more of that grass that's died. And... Uh, this area right here is typically heavy, heavy grass. If we hadn't sprayed, it probably would be knee deep. Um, showing now uh, the health of the plants. These are taking a pretty good, even though we've got the fence up, taking a pretty good beating by some of the deer. So uh, now we move to stand number 34. Stand number 34 had the most nut grass of any of the stands that we have. And uh, kind of just showing how thick that grass is, and but it has some of the best moisture and nutrients, uh, some of the best soybean plants that we've got in any of the fields are right here on 34. And just kind of showing how thick the foliage is compared to some of the other fields. Uh, the nut grass itself here uh, took a little bit more of a pounding from the spray. And you can see some more of the yellowing and some of the dried leaves and discoloration. And you can see how much more the soybeans are benefiting uh, from not having to compete so hard against these uh, grasses and weeds in this field. So just kind of zooming in and out on the discoloration of the nutgrass here. Now, make sure you point out that these, these areas have never been sprayed before that we know of. So this is the first time these, these weeds and grasses have ever been popped with Roundup. So, And uh, potential going forward that we can switch back and forth between Roundup-ready soybeans and Ignite-ready soybeans. Ignite-ready soybeans are uh, just grown to withstand a different type of uh, this herbicide. Now this is one. This is one area that, you know, this is Reality Hunt Club. What you see is what you get. This is one area that we were learning. Last year we planted these areas and we lost it to deer pressure and we lost it to weeds. Well, this year we decided that we weren't going to let that happen. We were going to tackle it. We got a sprayer, and we've spent money on spray. We talked to a lot of farmers and agricultural guys, and you know, we're not farmers, but we're we're learning this. And I just told Chuck before we started this video, I've never seen anybody talk about weed control in their food plots on YouTube or on TV. So um, This field right here, this is a field we call DeWitt field. And this field didn't have grass problems. This one has coffee bean problems. Yeah. And uh, you can see right here, I zoomed in, zooming out on, a, on an area that I totally missed with spraying. This field, I ran out of spray about halfway through and to the right, uh, was my first batch of chemicals, and to the left was my second batch of chemicals. 
And uh, after seeing the results, I think that I had a problem uh, with the second batch of chemicals. And that problem wasn't with the chemicals so much as with the commercial sprayer. There's a thing on there called an agitator. And uh, when you engage the PTO, the agitator simply agitates all the liquid, stirs it up, and gets a balanced spray. So as you spray the field, you're not losing all your poison right out immediately the poison's heavier than water and it'll sink to the bottom if you don't agitate it you'll have uh unproportionalized uh spray in that tank and i think that's probably what had happened um this here's a on in the afternoon i sat there to see what animals might come out and this is a picture of a hen that came out and decided to get a little bite to eat in the afternoon in one of our feed plots she wasn't too scared of you, was she? <laughs> no, no. Well, um, the video is about over. So um, Chuck and I talked about it, and because of this application, what do you say? The effect, how much effectiveness you would think it is? Fifty percent? I thought uh, uh, on some of the weeds it was higher, uh, maybe like sixty, eighty percent. But on the grass, it was more like forty to fifty percent. When you did the power line. I wish you would have zoomed over a little bit more with the camera right on the other side of the fence because that stuff is way above the knees. And that roundup really, what 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 kind of grass was that? You know what I'm talking about? On the, oh, the it was, was. Uh, Yeah, it was coffee bean, uh, different type of grasses, but mostly coffee bean that was like waist high. I mean, we were over there weed eating trying to get the fence to uh, not ground out. And when you popped that with that roundup, it just went to nothing. That was, uh, I think that was Bahia grass around yeah, yeah. electric fence areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so we're going to actually do another application, and um, we talked to another farmer. Do you want to talk about the um, ammonia sulfate added to it? We're going to, uh, at this point, we decided to spray again, and uh, so we'll have a follow-up video of our second attempt to spray. Uh, contacted uh, local farm supply and told them what results we had. Uh, he recommended uh, rolling over the field again with some more poison, but this time to spice it up with a thing called uh, ammonium sulfate. It's a fertilizer. Uh, they have some brand name products uh, that are basically, you know, just different companies that sell it, but it's just a, it's a chemical called ammonium sulfate. And you add it uh, to the Roundup, and uh, if you read the Roundup instructions, you'll see that... Uh, uh, there's room in there for that in the instructions from Roundup. And uh, basically what it does is it helps the Roundup adhere to the finer leaves of some of these plants. So some of the broadleaf plants uh, were the ones that took the most uh, uh, and died the fastest, and some of the smaller leaf plants like the nutgrass who has thin blades uh, were able to survive the first spraying. So ammonium sulfate is going to help the Roundup stick to uh, this grass and weeds uh, and we'll see what the results of that look like. Now this is this is some good video. Um, we actually some of the before and after shots lined up that was kinda we got kinda lucky on that. Now so far this year I'd say the mistakes we've made, which I'm not, I mean, we're just, we're, we're not blaming each other or anything like that, but the stuff that we learned that we're going to take forward to next year 
and the things that we want to portray to anybody watching this video was we waited too long to spray the first time so that didn't help us out so some of those weeds were more mature and more aggressive and that might have been another reason why the roundup wasn't as effective on them you know that definitely uh, was a factor the 20 days versus what we should have done was the 10 days yep we didn't know how soon after the plants emerged that we could yeah. spray and uh uh, what we found out is that you want to spray within the first 10 days of the plant's emergence, usually between day and 3 and 10. And we ended up actually spraying on day 14. So we kind of missed our window, and the plants, uh, we were getting a lot of rain right before we sprayed. The plants were maturing very quickly because of the amount of rain we were getting. Yeah. So I think that the size and density of the plants really hurt us on that first spray yeah and and the other thing was just figuring out the sprayer we've well we've had this sprayer a couple years and this is the most you sprayed any area and on um, the agitator you move some of the heads around um we we um we, we could spend an episode on talking about how to calibrate them <laughs> that might yeah be the adjustments we made uh have been from trial and error and we, yeah. we're starting to learn more about our sprayer from accidents and i say accidents like we forget to uh cut the spray nozzle on or off or uh you know chemicals will get spilled what have you like that no you know major accident nobody got hurt or anything like that it's just you know it's chemicals they're expensive you don't like to lose the chemicals you hate to spray a three acre field and now you have to respray it because you messed up. So uh, yeah. we're learning some tricks and techniques. Yeah. Um, speaking of costs, we spray approximately eighteen to twenty acres, and you're looking at seventy-five to hundred dollars plus diesel costs, right? And about right what we average. So it is, it, you know, it could cost, but then again, what it costs to plant eighteen or twenty acres of soybeans is worth it. And I'm real happy with our results now. You always can look back and say, I could have done this better and doing this better and doing that better. But um, compared to last year, we're 10 times better than than um, where we are this year. So yes. I'm so happy. If we can just get some rain and we're going to show another video, hopefully the beans will come on up and um, bush out. So for, for those that are interested, I encourage you to look back at the beginning of this video and, and see the before pictures yes. of that first field and uh realize in the in the after photo uh i show this section off to the right and i was like that's what our field would have looked like if we hadn't sprayed yes we would have lost those soybeans that's what it looked like last year now another thing that was interesting the previous video we were up there saying we've lost 30 35 40 percent of our soybean due to deer pressure well one thing that i looked at was that those beans are actually coming back and um because they didn't eat them at the stunt that at the root they just hit the they just ate the leaves off so we're gonna have we're gonna have a real good crop if we can get some rain get them on up so i'm excited so and i want to tell you chuck you did a great job on the spraying and um, of course it was my expertise to help you mix all them chemicals together <laughs> and to drive around and watch you on the hot tractor but um, uh, it didn't help margie's yard much <laughs> when uh I forgot to cut the switch off. Yeah, we accidentally sprayed one of our landowner's yard. And she wasn't too happy. Of course, he blamed me, so that worked out good. It's so, always um, his fault. 
So um, we're gonna um, we're gonna come back and show you Chuck's actually going up, and we're gonna we're gonna view, we're gonna um, video some more. Hopefully, we got a lot more percentage of those weeds and nut grasses. I don't expect to get a hundred percent. You never can do that. But the main part is, is you can look down and you see stuff dying, and you can see the soybeans coming up, and they're green and they're in the row rows. And that two-row planter did great, and um, I'm excited, looking forward to it. So, um, anything else you want to add? We'll have the results from that second spraying. I don't know in what video. You know, you may have another episode between now and then, but uh, certainly look forward to what happened by adding ammonium sulfate. Yeah, and going over the field the second time so hopefully we'll have some good video maybe i'll lay before the first spray and then the second spray in maybe i can try to get all three on one screen and we can see how effective it is yeah so, the differences yeah so i want to thank chuck for um, helping me out with the video and doing all the shooting and we're going to do a little bit more of this i think this um adding two heads two 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 minds to what we're trying to do helps helps me out and it helps the viewers out so Thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club and stay tuned for more episodes.